previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Would you like to hear my cryptic poem? <laughs> Hello there. My name is Hangayao. Do I need a man's help? Right, I'm going to shoot the unicorn. I am my colour. I am nutritious. Adopted bears find me delicious. Come on, do you want to be dressed up like a salad forever? Bastards! <laughs> Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and this week I am drinking uh, Tesco's finest, Tory Port. Oh, nice. It's rather nice. Ooh. It's getting under port weather, isn't it? Hmm. It's dangerous stuff because it's like sort of concentrated Ribena yeah. and um, goes down far too easily. <laughs> I want some now, god damn it. And join me this week, we have... I'm Alid and I'm drinking Diet Coke. Yay. Yay, proper, proper, okay. proper Diet Coke. And wishing now I was drinking ports. And I'm Laura and I'm drinking a tropical gin and tonic. Ooh. Something floating what, in my uh, glass, lovely. <laughs> what gin? It's just, uh, I think it's um, Gordon's Tropical. I had a bottle in the cupboard and for a change I couldn't be bothered to open a bottle of wine. So I was like, <laughs> I'll drink the gin. Good choice. Such a hard Good choice. <laughs> Before we begin, I'd like to thank our Patreons for their continued support and I'd like to give a special shout out to two of our supporters, Christopher Chung and Karen Kate. Thanks very much to the both of you for helping keep the road... <laughs> Keeping the show on the metaphorical road. Right then, just what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with, but this one reaches across all known themes, retail parks and dimensions. And because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room on the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room while the others try and solve it. If you don't escape, then terror things shall befall you, and if you break anything, you will lose your deposit, which this week is rolling pins. Yes, oh no. your world will become a little less flatter. Big and small, domestic and industrial, rolling pins will be gone. Oh no. I want to crush biscuits okay. to put on ice cream. That's fine, though. I mean, a bottle of wine does that as well. <laughs> I don't think I've got a rolling pin. I don't think I own one. Mine's usually Maybe the any rolling pin... Uh, shaped de- shaped thing. You, know, you suddenly won't be able to the ability, to, to, the use to of it. Use it as a, yes, yes. You'll you'll put a, a a bottle of wine on its side and it'll shatter into a billion pieces. <gasps> uh. <laughs> Is it empty? No. <laughs> well, they're not as good, and they're not as useful when they're empty. Are they know. My my rolling pin is mainly crushing biscuits and smacking up the ice in the ice bag to get some off. But that's very useful things to have. I thought you were going to smack it up the husband. <laughs> uh, there is that too. But... Are we ready? Yes. Yes. Then let's enter the infinite escape room. Last time on the infinite escape room, the team escaped eternal hymns in the Garden of Eden by eating from the Tree of Knowledge again. You find yourselves in a wasteland beyond Eden. As you walk through the wasteland, a grotesque, reddish, shiny-headed figure appears out of the mist. You cower before Satan himself, who booms out. Hello, I'm Heston fucking Blumenthal, and I've got little tasks for you. You rub your eyes in disbelief. Satan? Heston? 
two of the most powerful beings have a task for you. I need you to sneak into Hell's Kitchen and dish some dirt on old Gordon Wamsey. I was going myself, but it's gastronomically below me. Ramsey has displeased me with his televisual antics, and it's time for him to meet his maker. That's me, not frumpy pony Marco Pierre White. The place is always guarded, but I'm sure you'll find a way to sneak in. Eston fades away and leaves you at a fork in the road. The sign pointing right says to Hell's Kitchen. The sign pointing left states the boomerang setback. What would you like to do? Hell's Kitchen? I suppose we'll speak that way. I feel there's some trickery if I have to put real uh, find out. <laughs> After trudging down the path for a few minutes, you come to the famous Hell's Kitchen, completely detached and in the middle of nowhere. You see guards turn people away at the door. You're going to need a plan to get in there. What would you like to do? Can we devise a plan? <laughs> what is your plan? It is a plan. Laura, should plan. we do the plan? <laughs> The good plan. <laughs> Laura, you know, you know that plan that gets us through yeah. the door? Yeah, that one. Should we do that one? Yeah, let's just... Ben, we do the plan. <laughs> do the... <laughs> that was an easy one. Walk me through the plan. <laughs> the, well, you see, the plan is, so there's this guard at the door, yeah? And he's looking at us, yeah? And we're like, don't look at us, blood. And he's like, I'm looking at you. He's just trying to get a night, a nightclub in South Wales. <laughs> and we go, don't look at us. And he's going to go, all right, then. So you won't look at us. And then we'll just walk past. That's the plan. Uh, you were approaching the guards. You attempt to walk past them, but they um, uh, manage to just sort of push you to one side and out of the way. They don't even sort of talk to you. They just, yes, deflect you, I think is probably the best way to describe it. Can we speak to them? Uh, they don't appear to acknowledge you. Is there any signs anywhere, like the, the shirt, no shoes, no service type of thing? Anywhere? Reasons for not letting people no. in? No signs? No signs. Are they holding any weapons? Uh, they don't appear to be. I still don't like our odds in a fight, though. Um, no, no, okay. Should we go maybe look at the back to the fork in the road and go left and see if there's anything down there? Yeah. I would just say that the uh, the building is completely detached. Oh, oh we walk on the outside. <laughs> yes, uh, walking around the back, you uh, you find a janitor's van with one of the uh, the doors open. What door? So uniforms inside. Hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's yeah, it's, a, it's a, just a door to the back, and sure, yes, looking in the back, you do indeed find some janitor uniforms. Should we chuck the overalls on? Uh, you can do. What do you think, Laura? Yeah, let's put them on. Let's see if we can uh, do the old thing of pretending to be the cleaners to, to sneak in. <laughs> Is there a mop so gonna... to complete the ensemble? Absolutely. Uh, so you're yeah. going to go back around and try and get in through the front door. Uh, is there anything else from the back? Is there a back door or anything? Uh, there doesn't appear to be, no. Okay, let's try the front door then. Yeah. Excellent. Seeing you dressed as a janitor, the guard looks at her watch and waves you in, stating that you have 30 minutes left before the next show starts, so you'd better be quick. Going into Hal's kitchen, you see before you uh, a largely open-planned room. Uh, you see the dining room in front of you. It's got a very long table along the middle of it with uh, one, two, three, six round tables sort of dotted around the room. On the very far wall, you can see the open-planned kitchen. You've got the uh, blue corner and the red corner. Um, and what you can also see uh, directly to your right, just inside the door, um, is another door. It looks like there's sort of like a room within the larger room. Okay, can we have a look in that little room? Maybe you'll be able to get in there. Sure, yes. You uh, you give the door a little uh, rattle around and it does appear to open. Uh, walking inside, it appears to be 
Gordon Ramsay's office. Uh, you can see that there is a desk with a chair and a computer on it, and there is a large, uh, larger-than-life-sized portrait of uh, of Gordon Ramsay hanging on one of the walls. That's uh, this scary. portrait of Gordon Ramsay. Yes. How realistic is it? Very. I mean, you can tell it's a painting. I mean, it is, is it? Has it got his wrinkles to the point so where you find things in the wrinkles? <laughs> um, yes, you do feel that if you. Um, touched uh, sort of reached up and touched them with your hand your hand would be enveloped by them is there anything hiding in his wrinkles uh, it just looks like it okay. <laughs> take a look at the desk is there anything on the desk on the desk is a uh, keyboard mouse and monitor is the computer on uh, you give the mouse a little wiggle and the uh, the screen lights up to a login screen it has a a, a picture of Gordon Ramsay, and um, and that's it. So like, does it need a password or a username? Or... Would you like to click on Gordon Ramsay and find out? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. You uh, log straight into the desktop. The <laughs> desktop is clear. There doesn't have to be any files on it. Um, you're left with, um, uh, shall we say, Internet Explorer 6 in the uh, taskbar next to the start menu. Um, yeah. Can we click on Internet Explorer 6? Uh, you can do indeed. Does a website launch? Uh, let's say MSN News. <laughs> okay, can we can we go to his brow- can we go to his browser history? Uh, it appears to be uh, completely clean. Okay, fine. Um, can we look underneath the keyboard? Uh, you can do. Yep, yeah. um, there's nothing underneath the keyboard. Is there no nothing else on the desktop? No recycle bin or anything? Nope. Uh, you have a look in the recycle bin. That's also okay. clean. Yeah. And the wallpaper is just... Oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, I didn't mention there was wallpaper. Um, but, <laughs> no, the wallpaper on the... Um, <laughs> maybe. The fear. I, the same the fear. Fear. I didn't write that down. <laughs> the fear in your voice. What wallpaper? The, <laughs> uh, the wallpaper is the uh, the Windows XP Bliss wallpaper. Yay! <laughs> Complete with Fisher-Price start menu. Yay! <laughs> uh, is there anything... On or under the chair or desk? Uh, no, nothing interesting. Nothing behind the monitor? Nope. So there's nothing in the office thus far? Uh, just the desk, computer, chair and the large portrait. Is there anything, that the portrait, sort of, is it hiding anything or anything behind it? Or is it just looming over us? <laughs> uh, it is very much looming, looming over you, but uh, would you like to try and look behind the portrait? Yeah. Yes. Grabbing the uh, great gilt frame, you uh, you pull at one of the sides and uh, it swings open on a hinge revealing behind it a safe you can tell it's a safe because it's like big and gray and has safe written on it <laughs> um, let's just say <laughs> um it's a probably a combination lock safe but the knob appears to be missing all that sort of protrudes is a uh, a, a metal round metal shaft that's been squared off at the end okay so we're missing the dial okay to come back for that then i suppose um should we have a look at the dining room? I think we probably need to go back to, uh, yeah. Cool. Anything in particular you'd like to have a look at or just a general description again? Uh, so there was a one long table, wasn't there? Correct, yeah. And six smaller ones. And they're round, aren't they? They are, yes. Um, not sure. Should we look at the long table first? Is there anything on it? Is it set up for anything? The long table, uh, in fact, all of the tables are all set for service. Um, they all seem to have, let's say, two knives and two forks per place uh, with a napkin and, shall we say, two spoons above the, the place setting. There's no plates down. 
presumably because the food goes on the plates in the kitchen. There's glassware on the table. There are carafes ready for water to be placed in them. Shall we say there's some table decorations as well, but they appear to be set dressing. Do any of the tables have anything interesting about them? Or are they all just ready to go? No, they all appear just ready to go. Okay. okay. And if we look underneath said tables, we find nothing of note. Uh, no, you can tell that um, the cleaners have been uh, less than uh, fastidious, but then I guess that's your job, having the janitor's clothes on. But no, uh, no, nothing interesting at all. Maybe we should go take out the kitchen then. Hmm. Which side would you like to uh, go to first? Blue corner. Going to the blue corner on the left, you can see that dividing the, the kitchens and the dining room, there is a um, relatively large counter that spans pretty much the whole width of the room. So going uh, sort of through the counter behind it, you can see that there are uh, there's sort of like a um, a plating up serving area uh, at the counter. You know, there's stacks of plates and uh, sort of napkins that because obviously things are going to be hot and, and whatnot. You can then see that there are two like floating island stations. Both appear to be pretty sparse in the blue corner. Um, one sort of has bins in for like a, as a prep area. And the other is a cooking area. You can see that it's got the hobs and, and whatnot. Then along the back of the blue corner, you can see a bank of um, cookers, fridges and freezers. Okay. Can we have a look at the hobs? Yes. What kind of hobs are they? Are they induction? <laughs> are they touchy? Or have they got dials on them? They're dials. They're, it's, it's gas. So you've got like a, a little flame followed by sort of a... Um, what are the really long, thin triangles called? Like, you know what I mean? They got like yeah. a, it's basically the dials like a little flame at one end and a big flame at the other, and then there's like a big triangle that goes between yeah. the just just okay. to show that it, it going up in heat. Do any of those knobs look like they belong on a safe? Uh, no, no, very much no. Good try. <laughs> <laughs> And all the cookers are empty and... Uh, yep, going through all of the cookers, they all do appear to be empty. What about the freezers? The freezers, they appear to be stacked full of stuff that you would expect to find in a freezer. Bags of peas, sweet corn. I'm going to say not not meat, because that feels like you wouldn't have time to do frost meat. No. Let's say mo- mostly sort of frozen veg. Can we check the red corner? Is that, is that a mirror image of the blue? Um, it is... Basically a mirror image of the blue. The only uh, the only difference is that the prep area, there are some chopping boards on the uh, on, on the work surface. Mm. Anything on them? Any, have they looked like to be used? Or? Uh, you can see that they are not new chopping boards. They do have uh, sort of indentations, but they do appear to be clean. Yes, they're, they're, there's no sort of um, uh, food on them. And there's nothing else in the prep bins or anything? Or is it just your standard? Uh, yes, it's not been prepped yet, no. so um, there's nothing in the prep bins. What are we missing? <laughs> A lot, I think. We're missing a lot. Ba, 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 ba. And the counter, there's nothing on the extra on the counter, just your, your normal plates and things. Uh, correct, yes. On, on the sort of the serving counter piece, there's, um, there's just the, the plates. Um, sorry, you did, uh, when you went back and asked about the chopping boards, you just asked what was on them, didn't you? Oh yeah, it was under them. <laughs> okay, it was underneath them. Ah. Sorry, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to leave that too long in case like you had asked and I missed it. <laughs> oh Ben, you missed you missed it when we asked what was underneath the chopping boards. <laughs> <laughs> so looking underneath the chopping boards, under one of them you find a a note. It's uh, looks to be some sort of like a like a crib sheet. I'm going to paste it into the chat now if one of you wants to uh, to read it out. Yeah, hold on. Oh dear God. So the post-it note reads: roast pork, two hundred and forty-six degrees Celsius. 
roast chicken, 177 degrees Celsius, brisket, 135 degrees Celsius, daffinois potatoes, 163 degrees Celsius, baked sea bass, 204 degrees Celsius, and Victoria sponge, 191 degrees Celsius. Hmm. How many ovens have we got? Let's say you have four, two on each side. Are they preset temperatures already? Uh, no, they don't appear to be. They all appear to be off at the moment. Laura, I reckon all these ingredients are in the fridges and the freezers and all the rest of it. Probably it's the standard sort of thing, isn't it? No, because he said meat wasn't. Ah. No, it wasn't in the freezers. Meat wasn't in, wasn't the, in freezers. the freezers, no. It's probably in the fridges. Can't do Ben, can we check if these these uh, these meals are indeed in the kitchen white goods? I I do like the fact that you call uh, Victoria Sponge a meal. <laughs> <laughs> we need a whole one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so looking in the fridge, sure, you find a chicken, uh, but there doesn't appear to be any pork or brisket. Where do you find potatoes? Potatoes, but I guess you might keep potatoes in the fridge. Mm. Um Sure, maybe you find some potatoes in there. Um, you don't see any um, any fish. So far, you've not found anywhere that flour might be kept for a Victoria sponge. What about an actual sponge, though, pre-made that doesn't require flour because it's really done for you? There's a sponge by the sink, um, but the <laughs> hey! wrong kind of sponge. <laughs> right. Um, but you said we found roast pork, but not roast chicken or brisket. I thought I said chicken, that, no, yeah, no, chicken, chicken but no, no pork or brisket or sea bass. But you found chicken. Okay, chicken fine. Potatoes. Shall we, while we're looking for the other stuff, Law, shall we set two ovens to 177 and 163 and get the chicken and daffinois on? Yeah, is the daffinois, do we have to make it or is it just potatoes that is in there? There is just literally potatoes in there. Oh, for goodness sake, Benjamin. Okay. Um, <laughs> where's, where's Gordon Ramsay when you need him? Not sure where else to look because there's nothing. Uh, there's a sneaky trick of underneath stuff and behind stuff. There's nothing under the plates or anything nearby. There's no other cheat sheets anywhere. Uh, no, you uh, you look under. Uh, you you take sort of a random sample of plates. Yeah. And don't uh, don't find anything untoward there. Hmm. You know when you said the chopping boards are worn. I well not not on you, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you said that they're scored because like they're yes. used. Those score marks don't read anything by any chance, do they? Um, I'm sure if you took them to somebody and paid them enough money, they would probably <laughs> do. But um, uh, as far as I'm aware, no, they just uh, they are just random cut marks. Didn't see any menus anywhere, did we, or anything of like what tonight? Oh, tables were set for service, so in theory there would be menus potentially. Uh, no, there are no menus on the tables. Uh, presumably, um, the teams have to make something, and then oh, they're, 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 no, they're, sorry. In the actual TV show, I, if I'm right, don't they get to choose where they're going to have the blue or the red? I can't remember. There are no menus on the uh, on the tables. There needs to be a Gordon Ramsay going. Come on, you fools! <laughs> okay. Okay. In, in the red kitchen, there's nothing in the ovens. No, no. The all the ovens are off. So blue kitchen ovens are off. Red kitchen ovens are off. Are the same white goods in both kitchens? Uh, yes, they do appear to be the same. What's different between the two rooms? So the um, uh, it's sort of there's nothing particularly special about it. But on the blue side, like the walls and the ceiling are painted blue, and on the right side, the walls and ceiling are painted red. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for clearing that one up. 
Um, <laughs> they're not mirror images. On uh, this isn't particularly important. It's just the way I've drawn it. Um, on, <laughs> I like it. On both sides, um, the prep station is to the left, and the cook station is to the right. Therefore, the blue cook station is more to the middle of the room, whereas on the red cook station, it's more to the right hand side of the room. But that's just because that's the way I drew it. Fair enough. <laughs> Like a little, little added, added extra there for us, a little bonus. Wouldn't want to, to, to sway you into anything. <laughs> Would you like to look at anything in more detail? Hmm. In the kitchens. Or elsewhere. <laughs> We've got uh, 13 minutes left. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Um, Have we looked up at the ceiling? Uh, it's a ceiling. Um, there's some um, ventilation there that, you know, obviously because it's kitchens and stuff, um, appears to be... Not very interesting. Hmm. So we've we've looked at the tables. All of them. We've looked at all of them. Yeah, they're all the same. Yep, you've looked at all the tables. Uh, the middle table looks like it probably has about thirty-ish chairs around it, and then each of the round ones have eight. Okay. And looked at the islands. There's nothing under the other chopping board, is there? Just under the one chopping board. Just under the one chopping board. Yes. And we found a safe in a room with Dal missing. There's nothing else in there, really. From the desk, I don't. I don't know what we we haven't looked at. Looked at. Would you like a steer? Please. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait. I know this is me going backwards slightly. The ovens. Yes. Can I take one of the knobs off? You can do. Yes. Um, they're gas ovens. Yeah. So that should mean they should go on square spindles. Uh, yes. This one does appear to be going on a square spindle. Yeah. So we could take this knob law and put it on the safe to open it. Yeah, but we don't know what we need to open it. No, but nothing says it's locked either. <laughs> this is true. Um, I think as a rule for a safe, generally, if the door's shut the handle's not on it, I can't imagine that it's open. Hmm. Um, Come on, Ben, let's have a steer, steer then. I, I was going to just uh, suggest that you have a look at the ovens in closer detail, and I was going to tell you that the knobs to the oven are... Uh, they're gas ovens, <laughs> so there's gas marks, and uh, yes, indeed, um, Alid does is able to take one off. Should we try it on the safe, see if they fit? Yes. Oh, my days. <laughs> okay, take it to the safe. Uh, yes, it does indeed fit onto the safe. <laughs> it was right all the way along. <laughs> does, it mean it, does it do anything? Or is, it just, is it still locked? It sits there very nicely. <laughs> but it's got numbers on it. It's got gas marks on it, so we'd need numbers and the only number so far Ben's given us is the number of seats around the table, which was 30 and 8. And the temperatures. And the temperatures. 30 and 8 is three digits as well. Right, should we try 246 as a combination? Can do, yeah. Why not? We've got numbers. We have a dial with numbers on it. So tell me what you're going to do. Can we turn the dial to 2, then 4, then 6? Uh, you can do. That appears to do nothing. Can we do 177? You can do that appears to And I nothing. fully know this is not going to work, but I'm going to keep <laughs> on doing it. 135. Uh, that does not appear to do anything. 163. That does not appear to do anything. Screwed now, because there's not going to be a zero. Um, 191. <laughs> no, that does not appear to do anything. How many tables did you say there were? Um, six. I have got six round tables and one long one. Yeah, I tried adding the two temperatures of the food we found together, so the potatoes and the chicken, but that gives us a zero, so that ain't going to work. we get 86 if we had the number of seats up, but... Yeah. I've seen a safe with two digits to unlock it. Doesn't mean we can't try. <laughs> no. And that's why we 
suppose it was 30-ish seats, though, wasn't it? You didn't give us a definite number for the seats, so it was 30-ish. Uh, <laughs> okay, you go around and have a count, and yes, there are 30 off the top of my head. Uh, shall we say, uh, looking at the safe in closer detail, you do see uh, on the bottom right-hand corner, six-digit safe. Six digits. Very safe. Okay, so maybe we could try uh, 177163. Oh, 163, yeah. Sorry, what was that? Go on, Law. 177163. Uh, you try that and that does not work. I'm wondering, oh, because uh, roast chicken and duff and wet yeah, potatoes. Yeah, correct. I decided was in the, the fridge. Yes, no. <laughs> okay, you decided they were in the fridge. It wasn't food land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heck. I mean, there's, some, there's going to have to be something with the food because otherwise you wouldn't have... All the temperatures. All the temperatures, yeah. You're approaching six and a half minutes. Cool. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> what happens if you turn an oven on? It begins to warm up. Okay, fine. Where are we going wrong? Everywhere. <laughs> I will uh, tell you if you'd like a steer. Always. I have given you some temperatures. Yep. And I have given you a knob to set temperatures. Oh, so do we, like, but you said it's gas marks. Well, yes, it is, yes. So gas mark We've is... We've got but, enough ovens. But, but gas mark is gas mark one, gas mark two, gas mark three. And these are 246 degrees Celsius, aren't they? Yes. So how so do we... we... conversion. <laughs> I don't know what the conversion is. I know that, like... No, but there'll be something in the kitchen that says it. Can we look at the ovens? Does it say anything on the ovens as to... <laughs> oh, can we Google it? Oh, we can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to knock and say, can we Google it on these things? <laughs> can we Google it, please, Ben? <laughs> of course, of course, yes. You can uh, feel free to do this on your own end. You uh, can walk over to the computer and um, open up whatever website you like. Right, hang on. <laughs> 246 degrees. Gas mark nine. Yeah, nearly 240 was approximately uh, gas mark eight from when we had the Arga. <laughs> gas mark four. Oven temperatures. 246. It's gas mark nine. Is it? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Well, I'm Googling it and it's gas mark nine for that one. It's gas mark four, 471. Unless it's that's Fahrenheit. You want Celsius, isn't it? That's what's throwing it off. So it's going to be gas mark 10 is the nearest, isn't it? For, for what? For 246 degrees. Do you think it was that high? Yeah, that's the problem. Um, According to the Wikipedia page, it does go to gas mark 10. And uh, this does indeed go to gas mark 10. Okay. So we're going to have to go 10 for roast pork. I would say again, it's a six digit. I guess guess I've, I've, uh, yes. So nine. And 10, would we count as uh, 10, uh, as as two digits? Uh, I can't find it on bloody Wikipedia. Three and a half minutes to go. So 246... Is gas mark nine, so we've nine first. One seven seven is four. One three five is one. One six three is three. Two o oh four is six, and one nine one is five. So can we try nine four one three six five? Wheeling in nine four one three six five. The safe pops open. Opening the safe, reams of paper come flooding out. Looking through the stack, you see article after article, final notice after final notice, a mass of evidence of failed restaurants and hotels by Gordon Ramsay. A smell of burning comes from behind you. It's me, Hester fucking Rubertal. Here's a congratulate you on a job well done. With a snap of his sausagey fingers, the evident puffs into smoke and compiles itself under a glass cloche floating on a cloud beside the deviled chef. You're useless to me now. Good luck. 
with another snap of his sausagey fingers. You're dressed in chef whites, and the show is about to begin. I know. Uh, congratulations, you have solved my puzzle. <laughs> that doesn't Bloody feel like hell. a win. That doesn't feel like a win. No. <laughs> with two minutes and 53 seconds to go. And a lot of steering. <laughs> and, like, practically being driven around the thing, but okay. <laughs> No, and the Heston Bloomfield clips kicked me into my office earlier today. Can you take a break from work? Well, put your headphones on for a bit. <laughs> Sorry. Sure, sure. Go fold some washing. <laughs> I thought that potentially either you might hear what he was doing or he might last minute decide to come on. Oh, I've not got them. So I asked him to do a bunch of other ones that weren't relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we really hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. And as mentioned at the top of the show, we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash the infinite escape room, where you can listen to episodes a week early, have your name mentioned on the show, get unedited episodes, and more. We love you lots, and we hope to see you next time in another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. My very own bubble tea. Two toots of a rabbit's anus, a handful of toady polyps, squid ink, and a dash of evaporated snake venom for some bite.